Welcome to Disney Conversations, a Disney fan podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Wallace. Disney Conversations is sponsored by Magical Matthew Travel. At Magical Matthew Travel, we specialize in all of your Disney destination planning. Contact us today at magical underscore Matthew at outlook.com for your free, no obligation quote to your favorite Disney destination. Magical Matthew Travel is a proud affiliate of the Travel Quest Network. It's so good to be back with you guys this week. I have a few items in News Roundup that I want to discuss with you and then a couple of different topics we're going to go over. Uh, first, we're going to look at the park reservation system. We're going to talk a little bit about how that works and how it might affect your planning. And then we're going to go into what I call the Disnerd speak. And that's going to help us uh, kind of discern a little bit of what people are actually talking about on these Disney Facebook pages and other social media. So I hope you'll stick around for all of that. For me, it's going to be a lot of fun. So in our news roundup, there are just a few items I want to go over. If reports are accurate, the Epcot monorail line will begin operating again between the Transportation and Ticket Center and the Epcot station today. Over the last week, cast members have been seen training at the Epcot station. Should this happen, I suspect you're going to hear a gigantic sigh of relief. I know I'm going to give one and probably a few cheers from Walt Disney World fans worldwide. The use of the monorail is a favored way to get around, and I think the monorail itself is actually an attraction, as well as a mode of transportation. I think I might have said that before. Over at Disney's Animal Kingdom, they're busy having babies. Uh, They had two live births over the last week, and it was announced on the 15th of July that A Nile hippopotamus calf was born, as well as a western lowland gorilla. Both will be available to see in their respective habitats, possibly by the next time you visit Disney Animal Kingdom. I'm kind of looking forward to seeing those myself. As a part of the 50th anniversary celebration, Disney has announced the Fab 50 series of sculptures. The first one, obviously, is going to be Mickey Mouse. More will follow in the weeks and months ahead and throughout all the parks. The announcements will also span all of Disney's outlets, including parks, Disney Plus, Nat Geo TV, and many others. And finally, at Disneyland Resort in California, tickets are now available for the new Oogie Boogie Bash at Disney California Adventure Park. There are 25 select nights available from September 9th through October 31st. It will include a treat trail as part of the festivities along with the new Frightfully Fun Parade along with Villains Grove where you have the opportunity to step inside the minds of your favorite villains and walk through worlds inspired by their deeds or shall we say misdeeds. That sounds like that could be kind of fun. And Mickey's Trick and Treat. Tickets are available through the Disneyland website, and prices begin at $114 per person, plus applicable tax. 
Well, that's it for the news. Let's slide right into talking about the park reservation system. I don't know about you, but for me, it's hard to believe that we're coming up on the one-year mark since Walt Disney World reopened during the COVID pandemic. And in order to assure distancing, Disney had to be creative. They put spots on the floor. They put shields up on some of the rides and in their restaurants. But one of the things that they did to help control distancing and numbers of people in the parks is they created the park reservation system. What is the park reservation system and how does it work? And you might be curious to know how it affects being able to go to the Magic Kingdom, Animal Kingdom, Epcot, or Hollywood Studios. I am going to attempt to answer some of those questions and more right now. Now, the park reservation system was created as a necessary part of crowd control during the COVID pandemic and the protocols that were required to be able to open. And I believe that this system is likely to stick around at least for the next couple of years. It does, however, change how you look at booking your vacations to Walt Disney World. And as I recall, Disneyland has also implemented a similar tool So these ideas may translate well for a California visit. Now when you begin looking at dates for your Walt Disney World vacation, depending on when you're going to go, you may need to check the park reservation system first for your dates to make sure that parks are available. Once a park is blocked from the park reservation system, that park is considered to be at capacity and no more reservations are permitted for that park. So far, you've still been able to park hop at 2 o'clock in the afternoon to another park, and I have not yet seen any issues with that, but we'll see what the 50th anniversary celebration might do to change that. I'm going to bet that you're asking, what if I don't know which park I want? Or you might be questioning what to do about advanced dining reservations. Well, this park reservation system does change everything about how you plan a trip. Planning a vacation to Walt Disney World is a bit of a tightrope pack these days. Where you start depends on when you're leaving. The sooner you leave, the more crucial it becomes to check the park reservation system first. I keep the park reservation system up in one browser while looking at the Disney website when helping to book a trip for a friend or a client. That way we can accomplish both tasks at the same time. I can see what the park reservation system says and I can start looking for resorts that fit those days once we determine which days work best for the client. If you're planning a trip, say, a year away, it may not be as crucial to your overall planning at that moment. So you can go ahead and book your room and get your tickets and then look at the park reservation system to choose the days you want in which parks. So far, I found the park reservation system information to be very accurate. As of right now, October 1st, October 2nd, and October 9th are listed at capacity for Magic Kingdom and Epcot. And that makes sense, because that's where most of the 50th anniversary things are going to take place, at least in the beginning of the celebration. But like I said, the farther out you're planning, the less important that becomes. However, I would not wait on making those park reservations. 
mainly because I don't know about you, but for me, if I let something like that sit too long, I might actually forget that I need to do that. And that wouldn't be good. Well, that's it on the park reservation system right now. If you have any questions on that, please feel free to email me directly. Please email me directly at magical underscore Matthew at outlook.com. And I'll be happy to answer your questions either in person through a response to that email or maybe even on an episode of Disney Conversations. We're going to take a little break. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about how to speak Disnerd when you're on social media. Thanks for sticking with me. I'll see you on the other side of the break. Are you looking for a vacation to Walt Disney World? How about Disneyland? Would you like to get on a Disney Cruise Line ship? How about an adventure by Disney? This is Magical Matthew. At Magical Matthew Travel, we're here to serve your Disney travel needs. Contact us at magical underscore Matthew at outlook.com. We are a proud affiliate of the Travel Quest Network and an authorized Disney vacation planner. Contact us for your free, no obligation quote at magical underscore Matthew.com. You know, years ago when my wife and I first started planning the family trip to Walt Disney World, the first time we were going to take our kids, we searched the internet and found a lot of different websites and Facebook fan pages that could help us plan. But they were using a lot of abbreviations. I'm like, what the heck are these? I don't understand all these letters. So I kind of dove into it a little bit. And I found out that there's a whole different language that gets spoken on Facebook and other social media outlets or in blogs or even on the vlogs that you might watch on YouTube. So it took a bit of time, but I put together what I think is a good beginner's list of abbreviations that you may need in order to follow and join the conversation. Are you ready? Here we go. Now, when it comes to the parks, that might seem kind of easy. If you see an abbreviation that just says MK, that means Magic Kingdom Park. EP is Epcot Center. On this one, you might see AK or DAK for Disney's Animal Kingdom. You could see DHS or HS for Disney's. You could see DHS or HS for Disney's Hollywood Studios. In the resorts, it's a little more entertaining sometimes. For value level resorts, you got ASSP for All-Star Sports, ASMU for All-Star Music, ASMO for All-Star Movies. At the Moderates, you got POR for Port Orleans Resort Riverside. You got PFQ or FQ for Port Orleans French Quarter. CBR is Caribbean Beach Resort. CSR is Coronado Springs Resort. Yep, that's considered a moderate, but you get a lot of what might be considered deluxe resort perks for staying there because it is very much a convention type resort. And then you got deluxe resorts and DVC resorts. BLT is Bay Lake Towers at the Contemporary Resort. CR is Contemporary Resort. Poly, that one's kind of obvious. It should be the Polynesia Village Resort. AKL is Animal Kingdom Lodge. 
In addition to that, you might see KV for Kadani Village or JH for Jumbo House. GF is for the Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. BC is for Beach Club. YC is for its sister resort, Yacht Club. RIV, the RIV, is the Riviera Resort. BWV would be Boardwalk Villas. WL is for Wilderness Lodge. Nice place. I want to stay there someday. And OKW for Old Key West. That's not an exhaustive list, but that's some of the ones you see most often. And then there's attractions. SDMT in chat would mean Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. BTMR would be Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. ROTR, Rise of the Resistance. Any Star Wars fans out there? RNR is Rock and Roller Coaster. Uh, I'm not a roller coaster fan, but go have fun on that. FOTLK, Festival of the Lion King over at Disney's Animal Kingdom. I highly recommend that show. It's a good one. HM would be for Haunted Mansion. TTA, Tomorrowland Transit Authority, or to those of us that have been around a while, the People Mover. COP is Carousel of Progress. You might see MMRR for Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. SSE for Spaceship Earth at Epcot. And you might see TSM or TSMM, depending on how it's being referred to, for Toy Story Midway Mania, or it might just be Toy Story Mania now. A couple of events that show up sometimes in abbreviations are MNSSP, which is Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, or MCMVP, which is Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. Now those have both been replaced with after-hours events for this year. We'll see what happens next year. And then CP would be for the Candlelight Processional. I highly recommend seeing that at Epcot if it's offered during the holiday season. And then a few miscellaneous abbreviations would be ADRs, our advanced dining reservations. Right now that's at 60 days. It may go back to 180 once they get back to full staff. MDE would be My Disney Experience. That's for the app or that part of the Disney website. DME is for Disney's Magical Express, at least for the next five months or so. You might see 50s, just 50s, and that is for 50s Primetime Cafe. Great place to go to eat. FP Plus would be Fast Pass Plus. Maybe. We don't know what that's going to look like yet. KTTW would be for a Key to the World card. And yes, those are still available at the front desk. I personally like to have them as a souvenir when I put my photo albums together. That usually goes on the front page as a reference to remind me exactly when I took the trip. AP would be for an annual pass. PRS would be the Park Reservation System, which we just talked about a little bit. And TTC would be the Ticket and Transportation Center. Now those are just some of the abbreviations. Most of them can be figured out pretty easily if you just go through the Disney website. But if you come across one you're not sure of, please let me know. And I'll be happy to try and find what the meaning is for it. For now, that's all I've got for this episode. It's been really good to talk to you again this week. I look forward to being with you again next week, right here 
on Disney Conversations. You can listen to Disney Conversations, a Disney fan podcast, on all of the major podcast platforms. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, would you mind stopping by and leaving us a five-star rating? It would be a tremendous help. If you would like to support the show, please visit Magical Matthew Travel, where you will get your free, no-obligation quote for Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Lines, and Adventures by Disney. Contact them today at magical underscore Matthew at Outlook.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Until then, TTFN.